Davies in the middle. Checks back against Carter and scores. That is atypical for the Amina Margot. Welcome to the Vic Acres Wonderland podcast, episode seven. And tonight it's just me and Matt. Um, another three points in the bag for match week 14. No, 15. Hang on a minute. 14. No, yep, 14. It was 14. Getting my numbers muddled, you know, as usual. <laughs> um, but yeah, another three points in the bag. I mean, the title charge is on, is it not? Well, it's difficult to say. You got to hope. This is the problem we had last season: is that we could only do what we did, and then obviously Chelsea ended up winning the league on the last day with that unfortunate collapse with United, which I will never forgive them for. Let's put it this way. Um, yeah, here's here's hoping United get one over on Chelsea over the weekend. Although I'd rather them both lose. Let's wait and see at the moment. I know, I know when we were speaking to the uh, last couple of times, Adam was saying about how the league will go. Um, he was expecting United and Chelsea to be up there and then it'll be up mm. to Boston City. I am, I'm fully expecting United to collapse at some point. <laughs> they haven't really had that many injuries recently, have they, really, to be honest. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen at some point. But like, what we've got about... 10 weeks left after the season to less, May, we're almost at mid March. So, anyway, yeah, I'd wish injuries on anyone, but if it benefits the Arsenal, <laughs> someone's going to slip up. We just know it's just a case of how uh, we saw last season, especially around this time. City picked up points after points after points, got that momentum, mm-hmm. and United just slipped down. Couldn't get themselves back out of it. Yeah. And it cost them Champions League football. And City didn't do any better. Let's put it that way. And the qualifiers ended up getting Real Madrid in there. The second to last qualifier and ended up getting lost uh, because of Caroline Weir scoring the uh, lucky goal. So yeah. uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But I think everyone's kind of hoping around the club at the moment to get that Champions League spot at the very least. We finally won a trophy and just build that momentum from there. Um, yeah. Game against Liverpool was a good way to start, although it was 2 0. It could have been from sitting at home, obviously, you were on the ground. Uh, it did look like we had the opportunities. One thing really, really annoyed me was Freedom Arnhem kept having those shots at long distance. A couple of times she could have played, well, I call it the best mead uh, ball, where you just play it through, uh, play it through into that. Uh, that's just before the six-yard box, and then someone mm. runs onto it. Victoria was on the right-hand side. She could have had that shot a couple of times, but Freely mm. decided to shoot straight into four or five different players. It just didn't work. It's just not what you wanted to see, but I would like to have seen a few more goals if I wanted to see that game. Oh, no, we definitely, definitely deserved them. I mean, I just, I did find with Victoria Pelova, I did feel like, although we were standing there, it was snowing, it was cold. I had my snood up under my glasses. I was trying not to steam my glasses up as I can't see. And I will say there was no scoreboard, which was really annoying. So you couldn't track what minute we were on. And obviously, me being me, I'm sitting there checking my watch towards the end because I've, I've got to get home at the end of the match. And I'm sitting there thinking, it's cool past nine. Why haven't we finished? Do you know what I mean? And like, don't get me wrong, I love being there. But when it's that cold and you've got distance to travel, it's not fun. It really isn't. Um, but yeah, there was no scoreboard, which was really irritating. Uh, the fans made them know, made it known, scoreboard, scoreboard, what's score? <laughs> um, so, you know, I mean, but we, so we all sitting there enjoying ourselves. Well, not sitting, standing, because it's the North Bank. Duh, idiot. But the, the sides were fairly full. Um, we actually had the East Stand sing back to us, which was fantastic. Um, Liverpool did pop up, pop up now and again, and but it wasn't like major. Liverpool, 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 so... It wasn't bad, but in terms of the game, though, 
they give they give as good as they get. They're defending. They're, they're defending once they were two 0 down. Like they weren't going to let another goal in. Um, so, some of it was like for me was like really lucky, just being in the right place at the right time. Um, Stina, Stina's Stina again. She scored again. It's two games in a row now. Will she do it on Sunday, Matt? I'm hoping that she does. I when we last spoke, I, I said that I hope this is momentum going forward, mm-hmm. and she's delivered again. Uh, she's got to do it again and again and again now, and hopefully that goes forward because we've got some difficult games coming our way. Obviously, re- not Reading, but further on down the line, we'll have the game against Tottenham. Although, actually, funny enough, we've got a break next week, so it kind of helps us as well. We've got Bayern Munich coming up as well, so we've got to be yeah. careful that. And then we've also got Man City, who will be a very interesting one, and United as well. So yeah, I know. I mean, as- we've got at least at least we're at home for one of the two Manchester games. Um, I know that's already sold out. Um, and then obviously St George's Day, the twenty third of April, we're up north in Manchester. Hopefully, uh, we can pull off some points up there because we usually do, don't we? We do, but there's been I believe it was United's first or second season they won one nil up there um funny enough my my first my no my second uh, away day was against Manchester United and we won two nil last season so that was something that I was quite happy with and I think a it's lot always of... great to beat beat United <laughs> and beat Chelsea and occasionally City but I think it's more a case of not necessarily getting the points and getting one over on them. It's more of a case of just like, yeah, we beat you. You've, your fans can't talk to us now. Because both Chelsea and Man United have the most equally annoying fans. Like, just even in the men's game, they're, they're just worse. You know? It's just, ugh, I don't know how to describe it. But do you know what? Fans are fans. They probably have got the same opinion of Arsenal fans. I mean... Floating top of the league in the men's, we've just become Conti Cup champion with the women. We're now gunning for that Champions League spot for the rest of the season. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be a successful season if we do get that Champions League spot. It will be, and I know you mentioned about the league title. To be honest, if 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 any of those top three teams now, or any of those other three teams decide to not decide <laughs> uh, <laughs> slip up or if uh, the Australian Sonogo can accidentally score a couple of own goals that that uh, help <laughs> I shouldn't really be calling it that because as I know at least Sonogo helped with an assist in, in that 2014 yeah. World, uh, World Cup uh, FA Cup final um, but it's just Anything could happen in this league. You never know. The last season, Chelsea ended up playing Reading and losing. Mm-hmm. Um, no one saw that coming. And yeah, a bit like a bit like us almost losing. Was it? Did we lose to Birmingham last yeah. season, last January? Yeah, we did a bit was, like that. I was at that. That was their bogey. There was that bogey game. I remember you was at that game. You was not happy. You was not happy after that. I think none of us were happy because we expecting them to turn them over if you know what I mean yeah it wasn't just that though there must have been about 200 of us in the away ends that day and maybe even less maybe 150 and we had one guy deciding to abuse the players the referee all the players all the the referees uh, whoever was walking past and it just didn't help and I was looking it doesn't help anyone when people do that It's, it's a bit it's a bit pointless, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, we lost a few good players that day as well because Leah Wolfolti missed out yep. of the. She had to pull out uh, halfway through the warm up, so she wasn't playing. Luckily, I ended up meeting Melissa and sitting next to Melissa and her mum that day. So um, yeah, that was brilliant. <laughs> just commentating here and there. Oh, do you want to give like, a result for that? No, just yeah. no comments and. <laughs> It's just how friendships start. and Yeah, I know. I mean, I've, I was on my way up. I jumped a bus stop from Barnet. I think it was the 107, because um, that's halfway through from mine. And I bumped these two fa- two fans, um, father and son, and uh, they said, oh, you're going to the Arsenal game? Because me, I had my Arsenal scarf, and you could see the cannon over my face. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know where we're getting off? And I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, you can I'll take you down to the ground. Like, it doesn't bother me. Like, they're standing in the same area. So might as well come on then come down with me. I think what I found really interesting though 
his old man was a Tottenham fan at an Arsenal game, which I thought was bloody brilliant. And he was actually, by the end of the game, he was singing the Arsenal songs. And I loved it. Well, the player one specifically, but yeah, no, it wasn't like all the Arsenal, Arsenal till I die and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I just found it really, really brilliant. And he, he, he was saying to me that the women's game needs to be recognised. I love a game of football. I love watching the girls. I love watching the men. And for me to find someone of how about without putting it too insultingly of the older generation to be able to do that. Mm. They're the fans I absolutely adore because you've still got the dinosaurs that have that horrible attitude. Um, but I can't wait for this game to grow. I really can't. Um, so it's match week 15 this week. This weekend, all the games are actually on Sunday, believe it or not. Um, so we've got 12.30 kickoff with Chelsea, Chelsea at home to Man United. Brighton are at home to Man City at two. Liverpool are at home to Tottenham at two. Leicester City are at home to Everton at three. West Ham and Aston Villa are at home to Aston Villa at 3pm. And the Arsenal are at home to Reading. 6.45 kickoff. Hmm, I wonder why. I've seen that slot. I don't know why. It's just getting yeah. ridiculous. We were told when at the start of the season that everyone was going to get a fair share of that 6.45 slot. That was the start of last season, even. Uh, I think if you look at it, Arsenal are usually the team in that 6.45 slot. There's no other team that gets that slot more than Arsenal, which is yes. just ridiculous. That needs sorting out. I get it, you do it for the numbers, but you can't keep set, turning around to teams and saying, right, you're in the 6.45 this for the next two weeks. Mm. You need to change it up. You can't just have... Uh, I do feel you need to start rotating it because although when I don't go, I get to watch the men and straight after the women and all, all the women are on first and then the men are on. I'm winning in that sense as an Arsenal fan, but I feel that the other teams need to be showcased as well. Just, because well, the league is not just about the Arsenal. So, well, we've got a week's break, isn't it? Because within, yeah. after that week, we've then got the Champions League game. Mm. Um, so the 6.45 slot doesn't really matter. But yeah. if it was 6.45 and then this coming Tuesday, we were playing in Bayer, in Munich, that yeah. would be a problem. I know it would. It's, it's more stress on the players than actually needed. But there's also the argument that something... I've actually had an interesting conversation earlier in the week that... To play at top level, you need to be able to compete at top level and have that short time space and convert it into the next game. Um, for me, personally, it is a little bit unfair, especially if we're changing time zones and things. If it was in, in like the like WSL and it was on home turf, not a problem for me personally, but it's a case of time zones. I mean, I'm not sure what the German time zone is ahead of the UK. I think it's about an hour or two. And the um, thing is, an hour doesn't make a difference, but it does make that difference when you're playing fairly late. Because in your mind, it's later than it should be. There's no time to adjust and all that kind of stuff. How are we feeling against Red ahead of Reading then? What do you think? Are they going to bring it on? Or are we, is it going to be a nice walkover for us? I hope it's not a walkover because I want an entertaining game. Uh. I think this is going to be the issue. Last time around, it was only 1-0. It could have been the 4 or 5, but it was Megan Walsh that was the difference in the end that kept the scoreline down. I would like to see us carry on with how we've done in the past. Uh, well, the past two games, if we can get a clean sheet, is a bonus because it adds up at the end of the season. I would like to see us win by more than two goals, but I think 2-0 is probably a realistic scoreline at the moment with the way we're playing and how everyone wants. I would like to see a goal in the second half <laughs> because there's nothing worse than sitting there wondering for 45 minutes on a... and you've had an incident in the first half, I'll take the Conti Cup because all four goals were, came in that first half and you're thinking, we want you to score down here. And it didn't, the amount of times that we had Victoria go on a break, Caitlin go on a break in that game. Yeah. Um, even against Liverpool, they actually did mm. very similar, but they just couldn't get that extra goal. And at the end of the season, we've seen it in the past, but at times goal difference can 
win you silverware or it can be the difference between Champions League or or not at times and it makes a huge difference if come the end of the season and I'm hoping that we can get past that 2-0 mark but I'll safely go for a 2-0 win and as long as we've got someone scoring the goals don't mind if Steena scores another one it helps silence her a little bit and it keeps that run going which is going to help with the momentum yeah, no, I quite I quite enjoyed her reading the game a bit better. Um, this time around, her confidence and hesitation seems to have vanished for now after she's scoring again, thankfully. I think she was offside maybe once. <laughs> As usual, but once 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 is enough. But any any more than twice, I think it's a bit much, if you know what I mean. She scored, the, she scored one. Uh, no, it was Leah. That, Leah's goal. Yeah, Leah was completely offside, but... It went in, we were all celebrating, and someone tapped me on the shoulder and pointed over to the linesman and I went oh my god because they wait a second before they put the flag up and it drives me absolutely nuts I mean they do that in the under 21s game as well and it's just like why are you waiting there's no VAR for you to go and check make the decision straight away um I mean I did enjoy Leah's celebration it was a little bit cocky (laughs) uh, but it was absolutely brilliant because obviously the North Bank just erupted and we all went nuts (laughs) Um, it's just unfortunate it was like offside. It didn't look offside from where I was sitting. What about what about you? Did you manage to see much through the snow on the lens? That was the problem. There was the camera we were given. I, I think they needed to have a proper cover over it because it didn't look like it had a proper cover. Like you no, said, no, they really didn't. Cool. I mean, even the photographers had a bit of cloth over the top. That you know, the photographers that sit around the edge, tiny little bit of cloth, and like there was only two cameras for the whole game, which were up on top of the, I think it's the west end opposite the tunnel uh well the bench there is no tunnel <laughs> unless we're at the emirates oh bench cam I wouldn't mind seeing but, that um yeah i would love to see a, a jonas bench cam every day like every match day <laughs> i mean can you imagine what the one i think they did what did they do one for selhurst park they must have they must have i'm I sure i think they did because i've seen bits of, like clips and pieces but that's they that's the sort of thing they should be targeting especially on a cup final you yeah. want to be on that bench, filming everything. I mean, you think you think um, Arteta celebrates? Wait until you see Jonas go. Yeah. I mean, I think the most iconic picture for me for him, of him is that he's the game at Chelsea when he beat Chelsea at the Emirates. And the picture of him on the floor, and it's just like like celebrating, and yeah, I mean, it's just yeah, I love it. I love it. I mean, that that picture will be iconic, but I still think we should get a statue of him at some point outside somewhere. <laughs> Probably the Emirates, but I'm still waiting for my Miedemar statue as well as my Beth. Like, that comes and goes. As well as Beth. I know. One minute it's in the club shop, the next minute you can't, you can't see it anymore. I don't understand. Yeah. The thing problem? is, I think I think the, the three, like, like, I think it belongs to um, Adidas oh. and they just pull it out of the storage as and when. Um, obviously, for the women's games, it's got to be in the shop. So, I think it should be a permanent feature. But if it was a feature, where does it go? Do you put it where, where they usually put it? Oh, but because if, if, as you come in, in into into the armory, it's usually just over to the left amongst the shirts, and then there's like all the women's like the women's fit shirts. There is the ideal spot for me personally. She needs. Uh, as much as I love seeing all the girls on the back of the shirts, there's no other women women's presence in that armory. Like you've got the pictures on the walls, but the girls aren't there, and that's really annoying for me personally. Um, Sorry, the club can do so much more. Can do so so much more. Even in the museum, they can clear some of the like the, like the men's history. I know the history is massive, but for the size of the museum. And hardly anything of the girls. There's like a couple of pictures of like Alice Scott and everyone, all the girls on there. So for me personally, having the girls on the stage with the Champions League trophy is massive progress. It's massive, but there's still a lot to do for the girls. That is the problem, isn't it? I've, I've, we were talking a bit off air as well. You guys yeah. are shop now. Um, I decided just before Selhurst Park, so they've got the calendars right at the front. This is this year's calendar, so the one that yeah. sees a lot is on. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll do a supporters one in the future. You never know. Yeah. Um, but it's just 
that's at the front just by the by the desks and then you've got the the little photo cards as well that you that you see right tucked in yeah. way towards i believe it's that that passing jewel cage that they've got yeah uh, i i I'm, it's just a bit bizarre and then obviously you've got the shirts i think they i've seen more kate mccabe arsenal red shirts already with the wsl printing than any other player yeah, no, exactly, and that's kind of kind of disappointing. Which again brings us back to Geo. Um, obviously, you let us know we can't get Geo in WSL font. Me being me, cheeky, went to go and get my Martin Odegaard shirt done because I've now got all three players for the season. Um, last season, I ended up with two of the girls on my t- two shirts and one of the guys. So this season, I switched it up rather way around. So I've just got my Beth Mead shirt. Um, I said, "Oh, have you got Geo?" On in the WSL fund, and the guy went, Who? I was like, Geo, the Arsenal number 19 for the women. Oh, let me and, and then he asked his colleague, his colleague, colleague went, No, and run. Didn't even mention the Premier League fund. He ran away. I was like, Wow, like great customer service. But yeah, he could have just like politely said no and explained it. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I just thought I'd be annoying and ask. I'm like, just, just how curious. He's not like, obviously, I believe when you told me, I was like, let me just check, test the waters on this. But you think, you think with her being here since was it, is it coming back since January, you'd have the font. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure Everton had the font. Do you know what I mean? Ever- just send spare letters down. Everton are really odd because you can't get their font, their WSL font. You have to go to Foodies to get it. Really? Yeah. They will oh, wow. do the Premier League font and that's it, which I think is a bit bizarre. Um, that is that is bizarre because the WSL font is so much better than the Premier League font. I hate that Premier League font with a passion. Like, and the only badge you'll ever see me on this on any of my shirt sleeve is the WSL badge. I won't I won't put the Premier League badge on it. I don't. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. Let's have a look. It does look like they have put it on the club shop this time. Have they? Yeah. Um, hey. Come on, I don't think I can share that. Yeah, I can. I can share. There we go. There we go. Oh, just wait for it to come up on the screen. All right, I'm going to hope and pray that it is on the screen because I personally can't see it. I can't see it. Yeah, should take it, take it down for now? Yeah. Oh, yep. stop. Cool. <laughs> no worries. No worries. But you can order Geo online at arsenal.com. Not that I need to push any shirts for this club because I spend enough money in there myself, free shirts a season. Adidas, keep the good shirts coming, but please don't take all my money. <laughs> You've seen some of these ridiculous mock-ups of this away Oh, one. please don't. I just like, I know someone who's who's working on the shirts they're all false, so I'm just holding my breath and I'm do, hoping I might get a sneak peek, personally. I do love the that the of ever, on the Emirates. I do like that idea. Which one? The goal, uh, There was a home one that had Fly Emirates, but it was in gold. And then just... Uh, yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a remake of one of our... Uh, oh, what's, I've forgotten what year it is, but it's a red shirt, white sleeves, and then it had the gold th- like lines down and to the centre. Uh, that was that was, that was one of the years we won the FA Cup, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. was. It was. It was. It was just before it got bad. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, it's a night kit. I think Adidas need to stay away from the night kits and just reimagine the Adidas ones. And then when night come back, reimagine your old kits. I'm still not a fan of the home kit this season. Like, it's just. I'm, I'm not a fan of this. I mean, I got my top button done up tonight on the collar, but I'm not a fan. I will always have like a hoodie under this so i feel i don't feel like i'm suffocating with a collar around my neck i'm not a collar person but no. it's a case of i've got all three last year i'm having all three this year because i know when nike if nike and is it puma come back i will not be buying any shirts so i need i just need to pad out my adidas collection for now i've had some good kits it was just puma they had the right ideas but some of them were just horrible horrific yeah. It was mainly, it was mainly the away shirts, wasn't it? The away and the third kits that were just yeah, that, they were decent, but the home kit, get in the bin. Um, so I'm just have the text skimming through. 
Reading have won one in the last five games. It's I just feel like they're going to be up for a win, and I think the girls will need to be on their toes. Yeah, uh, that is the, is something that they gave us. They get we thought we were going to go in. They, uh, if I remember rightly, they lost their game against Chelsea the previous week. It was about five or six yeah. minutes. So we thought, oh, this can be cakewalk. And in the end, it was, it was only 1-0. But it, we had to work hard for that three points. And um, I imagine that's going to be the case this time around. But I have a feeling this time what's different is that we've got a team that have just won a, <laughs> a trophy for the first time in four years. Yeah. A strike three and a half, three three and a quarter. We're not quite there for a full fourth year. I won't have that. <laughs> I won't have that. We did four seasons, three and a half, 20. as Adam put it last time around. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's going to be a interesting game. It'll be more of a case of what can Reading do to hurt the team. Yeah. Um, realistically, there isn't really what anyone that I look at and go, "You're a real threat." Um, Reading have one of the smallest budgets in the league. They're lucky to still be going as it is. Yeah, but they're they're they're, they're not currently sitting in ninth. They've got nine points. They've got ten points, I should say. I mean, you got Tottenham sitting behind them and Brighton, who've just sat their manager, and then they've then you've yeah. got Leicester at the bottom of the table with only six points all season. So I don't think Reading are too too bad to stay out of the relegation zone. You need realistically about fifteen points to stay in the league at the moment. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, but I've, I mean, the bottom four have all got ten or below. Yeah. So. Reading are only five points away, so a win yeah. in the next it doesn't matter when it happens. The two wins takes them out of that that relegation battle. Will then be, but I imagine sooner or later Reading will, will not be able to keep up with the rest of the league, and they'll be the ones that go down. Yeah. I just, no, definitely they'll eventually go, but I think Le- Leicester will be the ones to go out. I mean, they've like their goal difference is minus twenty five, so it's not been great. I mean, Man United added four before the cup final on Sunday, so it's not looking great to them. Right. If I'm honest with you. Also, right. Bright also Brighton has a worse goal difference at twenty seven. They've got two more points though, so you know, it, it's it's. It's more Basically, open, negative numbers from seventh down at the moment. It's more open though this season. I, th- I think both yeah. ends of the table. It's not just Leicester that or uh, or Birmingham that have got the potential going down. You've yeah. got potential Brighton going down. Even Tottenham could go down. Even it Reading. It's not just one horse race to see who's going to be. Oh no, exactly. I mean, it's the same at the other end of the table. There's six points in it. Yeah. All it takes is a couple of slip-ups, but do you know who I've, who's really impressed me this season? Because they've got the right signings. It's got to be Aston Villa. They are my surprise of the season, and I've enjoyed watching every moment of them when I can. They've been fantastic, and the fact that they took the, the mantle against Man City and won that game, yes, even if it meant Rachel Daly dragging them across the line. But it's not just that. They've got Anna Patton as well, who we're all keeping an eye on. Yeah. And she's done a fantastic job. When I when I went to go and see her with the under twenty threes, she stuck out like a, a well, not a sore thumb. That sounds a bit harsh on her. Yeah, uh, that is a bit harsh. I was going to say sore thumb. But she she stuck out she, quite a lot because it sounds her, sounds like she had a sensational performance. Her heading abilities come along so yeah. well since she's she's been there. Her positioning's getting better every time. She wants to be that centre back, and I can just imagine her. Taking over Jambiti's role. Yeah. Next. I was just, do you know what? Ironically, I was just thinking that because obviously Jen is at that point in her career. Is she going to continue to play and stay on the bench where she is, or is she going to retire and do something else? She does Within... have a podcast with Rachel, and yes, uh, it's we... one of my favourite podcasts. <laughs> so, uh, so it's a case of obviously she's going to continue to do that, but is she going to play? Still play? and all that kind of stuff as well. That's the main question mark over it. As much as I love Jen, mm. will she be willing to keep going? I think she will, personally. Um, but we'll just have to sort of wait and see. I mean, do we know when her contract runs out? 
her contract was only for a year so yeah imagine it's quite great actually this see a, a lot of you've seen lots uh um in her again funny enough in her contract she turned around and said that she wants more more development programs in the hackney area yeah so things that she could do to help her community and you're seeing things like that being added into players contracts now and hopefully it's not just going to happen in the women's game you're going to see it across the men's yeah. as well you're going to see um I'm trying to think of a player that's got a contract coming up soon for the men. I, I imagine Burke Isaacer might be yes. one that might decide yeah. he wants to do something along the lines of the ethnicity sort of side. He wants to build that up a little bit. You might have someone yeah. like Smith Rowe decide that he wants to uh, do some sort of co like a yeah. mentoring program, something like that, and build it from that. And the club's got the space for it now, and it's really building. Yeah. And, and it just shows you the how rooted a lot of these players are to the club and what it means to them to not only just play on the side, but they're actually doing yeah. uh, journey. Oh, no, definitely. Is doing mentoring as well as, I can't remember what her degree's in, but I think, but she is also doing stuff with the club herself, not just the mentoring, yeah. so mentorship even. So it's yeah. interesting, but let's see, it, see if it carries on, but I'm thinking, I think yeah. it will. No, definitely. I'm, I'm speaking of Lotta. Um, I think one of my favourite chants from <laughs> from Sunday was Lotta's going to rule the country. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously this has come out after her and Leah and I think it's like she's and Ellen White secured so 600 million um, for schools to have two hours of PE every week for the girls so that girls can play football. I mean, it's absolutely incredible considering it was a dream on the back of a bus when it first started. I mean, to do that for me is just, it is incredible because if I had that at school, I'd be playing. Do you know what I mean? I, I mean, football, I am absolutely football mad. Since Saturday, I've been to one, two, three, four, four out of five, uh, four games. For the Arsenal, two of the women, one for the under-21s and one for the men's. I, I'm always in and around this club. So, obviously, I didn't travel to Lisbon last night. I've been there, done that, wore T-shirt. I don't desire to go back to Portugal, if you know what I mean. Um, but, yeah, it's just... There's so much the club are doing. Loss has been amazing. I mean... I do, didn't quite agree with it being broadcast on International Women's Day. Um, I think Sunak did capitalise on it because it's relevant in the media at this point in time um, because he's not in a very good light at the moment. Again, football and politics don't mix. I've always said this. I mean, look at the Gary Lineker situation. Ian Wright, Alan Sheeran have stood by him. The people have the right to opinions. Just because you run the BBC doesn't mean you can block people's opinions. Um, what have you made of all of this, Matt? Like, let's just go back to Lotta. I mean, I did dip into the men's there, but... Well, you know. with Lotta, I think she had this on her mind throughout the Euros that a lot of this wasn't happening they were looking at the journey. I think a lot of them were reflecting on how far they come. And it was Lotto who came up with the idea, for those that don't know. And they were sitting on the back of the bus and they just basically pen, pen and paper, wrote it all out. And then they they went and put it out, all out as much as possible to all their social media platforms and just spread it as much as possible. I'm thinking back to my school time as well. And... At that moment in time, the girls were playing football, but it would be only for like half a term. So I think it was like it would be either that autumn for like six weeks, that's it, or three weeks, and then they'll swap to something else. Mm. Or but at that time, I, if I remember rightly, everyone was up in the PE curriculum because it was leading up to 2012 Olympics. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> just to show you how my age sort of is yeah no the thing is I, I remember doing it and like between the whole year group there was like a rotation of three PE teachers like this is secondary school not primary because primary school we used to play around us consistently nothing else 
because that's what we all wanted to do because that was just if, you, if you're good at batting or good at fielding that you want to do something that you enjoy and at the time that was the choice of it instead of like cricket cricket not for me mm. boring as hell for me um but if they gave me the choice of football playing football with the boys i would have been up for it because i like i'm the only girl out of my age group with my cousins and we're all 28 to 35 yes i'm showing my age but i like to play football with them i don't mess about i will go in two foot granite shaka fearless as Raffaele on sam kerr i don't care but it's it's just it's a sport that i love i enjoy playing it now and again although i get bruised like hell but it's something I enjoy, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, back being back at school, it was just like, yeah, you did it for six weeks and that was it once a year. And like, if it was a choice, a lot more girls that I grew up with, we'd be playing football still. A lot of the, from what I remember as well, one of the girls, because I went to three tiers, so in middle school, she this would have been year seven, she decided to ask her dad to, kind of yep. to set up a girls team. And they, because there wasn't enough interest, she ended up having to get girls from the lower, um, the next, uh, sorry, the, yeah, the lower, um, yeah, to help make a team up. Yeah. So, but even then, it was small sided. I think it was only like nine a side, which yeah. I didn't even see them play or anything like that. I just knew about it. But it no, seemed. You're aware of it, sort of thing. Yeah, Whereas you'd be fully aware of the boys' team and what they're doing if they won something and everything else. So that's one thing I do remember, and it used to irritate me. I'm like, why can't we play? Mm. What, because we're girls? Are you serious? Like, I don't want to be sitting there playing volleyball. Volleyball, not for me. Like, everybody loved, like, I don't know if you had this at school, but the big, massive trampolines. Everyone loved that. I did fall off and break my arm on one, but... You know, I decided to do too many cartwheels across it. And I just missed, missed well, not so many cartwheels. I mean, I like, just flipped myself over and I misjudged my landing and I fell off backwards. Crunch. So that wasn't fun. So but Missed out on things like fencing and things like that because they decided yeah. to stop it the year that I went up to my third school. Yeah, no, I do, do you know what? We never had anything like fencing. Like, it was just the most basic sports that they could do. With the space that I had, we did have access to the uh, university around the corners AstroTurf, but we didn't use it properly. So, like, can you just imagine if we go P lesson? Okay, let's go off the AstroTurf. The first thing you want to do is play football. Mm. And it's just, it's like, oh, girls can run around the edges, boys, you can play football. Like, I used to kick off a stink, so, but that's just how it was when I was growing up. Mm. Um, but I'm hoping this whole program changes everything. But what I fear most is when the when money gets tight, that's going to be the first thing to go. And that worries me. It I'm really does. That essentially you've got a couple of voices now making the voices heard. Marcus Rashford, <laughs> Rashford, Lotta, and the Lionesses, as well as we all know. If someone was suggesting on Twitter today that they should be actually running the country, or can we just skip to the part where they do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's where the lots of sound come be, from. Actually, you know um, what? It might have been Adam. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was, you know, and it just it's just like we talk about so much, even even off the podcast, and it's just it's like we're trying to remember. Did we talk about this? Did we talk about that? But yeah, no, I get what you're saying completely. Like, and it was probably Adam, our Mister Wise and Mister Puntastic. <laughs> I know he's going to listen to this back and then message. Why are you calling me Mister Puntastic? But he's always got a good pun for us, has he not? Yes, oh, it, we, I did let one slip where you said gunning earlier, so I thought... Yeah, I, I know, I did notice that, but I wasn't going to make a big thing of it, so I, I, I just, I just, I thought, yeah, gunning's the right word. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, now what do you think the scores are going to be this weekend? Um, I think we're going to predict, uh, let's predict wins or losers for match week 15, shall we? Yeah. So starting with Chelsea at home to Man United, who's going to get the points for that? I'm going to go first and say they're both going to lose because I'm not choosing. <laughs> I do want to hold up a sign that says, can both teams lose? Yeah, I want to be that meme as well. I love that meme. It's one of my favourites. I mean, I would actually probably replace the sign with Steph Catley because Steph, Steph is now out for whatever reason. Um, she was seen on crutches and with a boot mm. on her foot. 
I'm wondering if she parted a little bit too hard after that cup win. <laughs> so, but I hope she gets, well, everyone on, on the podcast, we hope she gets better soon and we'll have her back very, very soon. Jonas, so Chelsea and Man United. Jonas just quotes about Steph. He said that she wouldn't be available for the Reading game. But again, he's got a, she's got a week to recover before that game against um, Bayern. So, yeah, hopefully. hopefully she'll be back from that. I'm hoping it's just so, a mild sprain. Mm. At this point, so usually what it is, a lot of them do get the protective boot just in case, just in case. Yeah, to be. Yeah. Um, Man United, Chelsea. Uh, the question is, are Manchester United going to get PTSD? Because essentially, that was the game that lost <laughs> them Champions League football last season. Um, was it at was it at Kings Meadow though? It was at Kings Meadow as well. Ooh. So PTSD let, incoming. So. They lost. They lost that one four two, and they had oh. the lead at half time two one. Oh that, yeah, that's that, not good. That, that have United got a killer instinct in them? I'd say Alessia Russo is the better player than she was. A lot of mm-hmm. the Lioness players are, um, but it, I, it's the wall of Millie Bright. Is how do you expose Millie Bright? Um, I think I, I think Alessia Russo needs to take a leaf out of. Um, Steaming book for that because really Bright was absolutely knackered by the, first, the end of the first half. So that might be the difference, but ugh, I hate saying it. Chelsea, I think Chelsea are going to win it. Yeah, no, I just want them both to lose and then I'll be happy. <laughs> it would be preferable, but yeah, draw would be preferable. Red cards across the board, so then they both have to suspend, uh, suspend the game and say no one won. That would be an no, ideal, but that's I not mean, I think Chelsea are going to win it. Yeah, no. I think as much as I'd love Millie Bright to get a red card, that defence will fall apart without her. It's not going to happen. She plays smart football. She's very intelligent in the way she plays. It's just, she's probably going to take Lessie home in her pocket again. So, we'll see. And our next game is Brighton, VC. I think City are going to spank them. (laughs) It's just one of them feelings. You've got Bunny, you've got Chloe Kelly, you've got Lauren Hemp, and Brighton are in a bit of a mess at the moment really aren't they they really are and when you've got a team like City next they're going to smell blood Um, Mm. I'll go back to our game at the Academy Stadium although that stadium is horrible for atmosphere you can't hear the whole noise it's so flat even though they say oh yeah you can build an atmosphere you can't you can't you just can't in that, that ground I've never actually been there but you can when you view it from where I'm sitting, it's like, no, you can't. Not unless you're filling the whole thing. I'll give then, a hats off to Belgium and Iceland because they did manage to build some atmosphere at the Euros, but just you couldn't hear anything. Like the, yeah. The sound does not travel at all. It just sort of, it's there. It and just kind of just comes out and then it fizzles out before it goes anywhere sort of thing. Is that right? Yeah. It's it, no matter what the away fans did that day, just nothing was working because it, it just the sound doesn't travel. Whereas, yeah, no. um, the Meadow actual, Park it does, yeah, Meadow it Park does. It does. You can, even because you've got the roof that's actually going up, not down, yeah, it's flat. Because, um, <laughs> a bit of science lesson for everyone there, yeah, no, it just keeps the sound in. No, definitely, that's why I think I love standing in the North Bank. I'm quite happy to stand for 90 minutes, but it's also also handy when the ball comes up your way because I've I've noticed certain players like to hit the top of the the top of the, the north north bank uh, instead of the uh, crossbar, <laughs> shall we say? Oh, when they're doing their long their, their long shots. That was a good effort to try and dink it over. She just took too much on that shot. I felt yeah. so sorry for her. And then everyone was commenting yeah. on the Arsenal thing. She did. It, it was well over. It went, it, hit the, it went into the car park. It was just like, you're not helping. You're not helping. I, you know I mean, she's trying to find her feet. Just calm down. Like, there that. is potential there. But it's a case of her getting the experience to play against the WSL team. She was brilliant. Was Did she play against Leeds? Yes, she played. It was either Leeds or the other cup game. She was absolutely brilliant. I mean, for, for someone who's just coming back from Everton and coming straight into this team and playing like that is fantastic. Yes, we were playing in Leeds of National uh, National League. Yes. Yeah, so she played brilliantly. Yes, it's National League, but 
don't take it away from them. They're still a semi-professional team. You know? Um, yes, we had a nice high scoreline, but they're playing against people who train five days a week, not twice a week. That's the level difference. Yeah, no, I'm still waiting for an Arsenal goal. I just hope I'm in the stands for that because I'm going to go absolutely mad. Um, So our next game is Liverpool and Tottenham. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I think Liverpool are going to beat them. They're at home. Yeah. They played any way that they did against us and I actually find their shooting boots. I think Tottenham have had it. The only... Problem is that Tottenham now have Beth England, and Beth mm-hmm. England is going to be the one to, and Mano Iwobuchi before, um, yeah. before. She doesn't look very happy there. I've got to say, she's not smiling anymore. Even in her picture, like all their pictures on the, on the club website, they look miserable. <laughs> I think that's the thing. Like I, I don't know if you noticed, but Beth England as well. Quite, I was tweeting a lot of Arsenal stuff. Went. Yeah, no, she was oh. liking a lot of Arsenal stuff. I mean, the Lauren James 2-0 and then the 3-1 from Amber. <laughs> that's the one that got me. And I was like, yes, mm. there's bad blood there. But she quickly unliked it. But the person's tweet who owned it got the screenshots. <laughs> and it's everywhere. It's, like, um, yeah. I, I think I, there's bad blood there, for sure. It's a hard one. Um, Liverpool are quite frail. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think... I, th- I can't. If I can't say a draw, I think it's going to be. I'll say I'll, I'll probably go with you. I'll probably say Liverpool, but it will be something like when it was against going when I went up to the first game of the season against Chelsea. It'll be like two pen- penalties from Katie Stengel or something like that, and that mm-hmm. turns the tide of the game. Yeah. So our next next game is uh, Leicester at home to Everton. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I quite fancy Everton for Everton. the three points. Everton have done really well this season. They've got to hand yeah. it off to Brian Sorensen first season in, and he's actually building up and done a really good job this considering oh, definitely. that. Definitely. They're currently sitting in six, so they're not doing too badly. So I think I think Everton might be in for the three points there, personally. <laughs> three points. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and then our last, our last two remaining games, we've got West Ham and Villa. I'm going to go for a Villa win. Rachel Daly <laughs> scores the winner, assisted by Jordan Hobbs. The last time these two played, uh, it was Sissoko, the centre-back, that got sent off. Um, mm. Oh, that's, well. that, that seems familiar. Hmm, Sissoko. <laughs> the, reputa- the name precedes the, uh, her reputation, so to speak. Uh, French international play uh, for West Ham. Um, yeah. Basically, they, literally the Hamburgs were out and they were slapping. I can't remember the Villa player for the life of me. I think it might have been. It was it Hanson? It might have been Hanson. Yeah. But it was on BBC as well. And you're just thinking, this is a televised game. And they're having a... Having a, a scrap. Having so a, yeah. But then again, that's a bit like Katie. That was a bit like Katie in the Liverpool game. Like... Missy Burkerns, leave her alone. She'll take on your home whole team and win. Do you know what I mean? She's she's our Irish pocket rocket, as I say, because she just she's yeah, Jewish, no, she got, actually. Huh? She's actually due a banger. She hasn't scored a banger this season. No, she is. So there's still time. There's ten weeks to do it. She's still got time. So I mean, I don't think she can top that villa banger though. Oh my gosh, I know you were there, but I'm <laughs> that is just one of my favourite goals I've ever seen. Like it even tops. My first goal I saw scored by Thierry Henry, like in 2001 in the Carlin Cup. It's just, it's just absolutely unbelievable, and I just don't know how the Villa defence is standing there going, okay, that's not going in, but it goes in. Like it's a miracle. So, okay, and then finally our game, I'm gonna go for an Arsenal win because I'm an Arsenal bias and I've got my Arsenal hat on. <laughs> but I think it's going to be a bit of a challenging game, though. I hope it is, anyway. It'll be interesting to see how Reading line up. Are they going to go for that compact yeah. um, style that will play that Liverpool attempted? Although <laughs> on the screen you couldn't really see no. much of it. They, they did attempt it, but I've got to say that uh, Frida Marnham had so much space to do what she wanted. Palova did at one point. They got Liverpool got so frustrated with Palova, they just doubled up on her, and then she got stuck. Like there's a few times she should have shot, but there was two of them on her. She just couldn't get the ball out to take the shot, just outside the box. So 
still waiting hopefully for first goal as well. If, if Victoria starts again, she won't get doubled up on. I really want her to score. Yeah. I really do. It's against these sides that builds the confidence. If you can get yeah. a couple of them scoring, then it's great for them. Great start to the season. Great thing to say, hey, I scored my first goal this season. That season's running. So. No, definitely. So, yeah, we'll wait and see what happens on Sunday. Um, that is all from us tonight. Um, we will be back on Tuesday. I believe, um, just to find out how the Reading game goes. After that, the Arsenal are not back till the 19th of March for Bayern Munich Champions League. Um, bit of a special episode coming out for that because both Adam and Matt are off to Germany and they're leaving me here. So, very excited for them. Matt's first away day. Very exciting. <laughs> yeah, so like your face just lit up then. Um, but also next week, uh, you've got if you're missing a bit of WSL, Tottenham and Leicester have been re- rescheduled for the 15th of March at seven o'clock. So that will be game week 12 from when pitch has frozen over. And hoping, hopefully, that should be on the FA player, shouldn't it, Matt? It should be. Um, this is the problem yeah. is a lot of the stuff, a lot of the broadcasts don't turn out until either the first of the month or couple of days after the first of the month so i'd imagine that's it will be fa player but do keep yeah just keep your notification bells on uh, i know the fa player reminds me on a daily basis what games are on so i have my pick of games which i do enjoy um but yep that is all all from us and we will be back tuesdays come on you gunners <laughs>